Welcome Wargamers, join your hosts, Falco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Wargaming Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Trident Wargaming uh, we're doing some horse heresy again here today. Uh, I'm Andy, and with me is two battle bros. We got Alex. Hello, heresy fans. And we got Dan. Hello. You guys doing good? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. So today's episode, of course, we're missing our fourth brother of the lodge, Mr. Bill. He's got some rugrats to take care of, so. <laughs> but um, non-legion responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the serfs is that what they're called? He's got the, the auxiliaries to deal with tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, too good, too good. Um, so yeah, this episode we're kind of chatting a little bit about heresy. Um, we got some stuff with the almighty Laz cannons that everybody's been kind of feeling lately and uh, some talk about veteran squads and whatnot as well. Uh, just some overall chatter, you know, uh, possibly state of the heresy and uh, kind of releases that have been coming out and whatnot as well. So, uh, but to start it off, I guess we'll go to the hobby front and uh, see what everybody's kind of working on and their progress. So Andy's got to go first. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Painting wise, I had to take a step back um, for my thousand sons. I ended up, uh, it's funny, I was talking with Bill and was going through the MK6 armor and just really, really, really wanted to use them and then ended up starting to convert um, literally rubric marines for my thousand sons. Um, so everything that I had started to paint with the MK3 kind of was pushed to the side and started building more miniatures to get to, to start painting for our slow grow league. So, and they look fantastic. Yeah. They've, uh, they really, really caught the feel of that, uh, the rubric Marine, the Egyptian kind of look to the army and, uh, I've been applying them to the heavy weapon teams that I've been doing just recently as well. So, uh, I just realized that I need more parts. So, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I guess next up is our 1500 point uh, level for our uh, slow grows. So be able to add a couple more toys and whatnot to the army. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like what, what toys? What are you, what else are you working on? Uh, funny enough, it's um, kind of, a little bit with the, the episode with the heavy weapon teams. Um, I've decided to go with plasma cannons. Interesting. So, are you upgrading them or are you just leaving them as regular upgrade? I oh, sorry. Uh, I know what you're talking about. The, uh, the Asian force, um, pattern mm -hmm. plasma cannons. The thousand uh, suns one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I think I'm actually going to leave them just as plasma cannons. Um, Unless it's like, I find probably the best weapon would be the actual plasma gun to upgrade to that. 
mm-hmm. uh, just for the fact that you end up, I think you end up getting what, strength eight, you up to strength eight and, um, you become assault two. your range goes down a little bit, but, and then you have, uh, rending instead of, um, breaching. Um, it's, it's a worse roll, but your assault to stick them in a rhino, zoom them up, go do your business. Right. So, so yeah. So the cannons, they, yeah, they become 24 inches. So they lose 12, their strength six, yeah. uh, AP four, heavy one, small blast, uh, rending six plus. Yeah. But the, yeah, the arch in force or whatever, so you you can make them strength eight. Whoa, so whoa. we're getting ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> like ready to heavy squads. <laughs> I know, I know. Dan was asking, but <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean like well now that we're talking about maybe someone's like, Oh, what is that? No, I'm just sort of explaining. So they basically lose rending, but they get or sorry, the rending gets worse, but the strength gets higher. So Yeah. But it- so we just for me sorry andy no no it's okay uh for me it was just just shortly here um i just found maybe the plasma cannon might be more effective than it so yep but but yeah that's what's on the uh the hobby front for me um yourselves dan um i'm basically restarting my death guard So I, the whole plan was just to use the whole new kits with Mark Six, and it's it's tough because Death Guard are one of these armies that it's they're not traditionally like the new Marks, so they're all Mark Three and older. So, and then after you know listening to Warhawk and then listening to Echoes, they basically talk about them being Plague Marines. They're they got green armor. They got their guts hanging out. You know they're spitting spitting bile and have crusty shit all over them. And I was like, hmm. I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm I'm gonna start buying uh, 40k plague marines and just sort of dumbing them down a bit. Okay. Um, by just giving them, you know, like trying to get rid of like the teeth on the chest plates like there's some of them have like mo- like like the maws yeah maws on them on the, like the chest plates and then there's some of them have like plague bears trying to force their way out of the armor I'd, I'd get rid of that stuff and try to like dumb it down so that they're sort of not there yet and like cut off tentacles and stuff but right the problem i'm finding right now is uh nobody's selling them maybe because i'm trying to buy plague marines seven or eight years after they came out. So mm. let's talk after. Yeah. <laughs> I, I may have, I may have a solution for you. <laughs> but Alex, yeah. Alex's supplies. So, so that's basically like where my, where I'm at right now. I'm kind of just at a standstill and trying to figure it out. And, and then there's uh there's also these plague Marine. Oh no. Yeah. The part of the, death guard 40k is they have these bodyguards i think they're called and they're basically cataphracty with the sides but death shroud yeah they're, they're they're the death shrouds they're the 40k death shrouds yeah and i bought a, I bought one kit i found one kit and i was like oh shit these look awesome and i was looking at them and i'm like oh they wouldn't be that too hard to turn into because they have like um these like six spires coming out of the top of their they're uh the 
The yeah, armor? Yeah, the armor. So they look like little hives or whatever you want to call them. And I was like, you know, this sort of looks like Grave Wardens. And I was like, oh, you know, that'd be awesome to have them kind of like mutated. And they're the ones I use. I don't really care for the Death Shroud too much. But the Grave Wardens, you know, if, if I make like this, these awesome super kits. Plus, I like the Mark VI being a little bigger makes it a little rough to have like the firstborn uh, Marines. And I was just like, oh, these plague Marines are going to be a little jacked up. Same with the Terminators. They seem to be a little taller. Right. So I'm like, so I'm like, Oh, it's going to be a big enforce. Oh, sorry. The, the army is going to be just monstrous and it's going to look imposing. And that's what I want. So I'm I'm just waiting. Yeah, so right nice. now I'm at a standstill, sorry, with my hobby. No, it's all good. So to I guess the devil's advocate a little bit for you, Dan. Like it's clear with like the flight of the Eisenstein that uh after Istvan, the Death Guard are fully corrupted and like mutated corrupted. Not like the other legions where they're kinda like going sideways and they you know, they hit Terra and they've got some horns, like like to your point and in Warhawk and and in Eternity, like we'll probably talk about this next podcast, but like uh, there's the image of like the Death Guard standing over one of the main characters and is about, you know about to kill him, and he's he's described as being like bloated and like pus like falling out of him, and like just like horns sticking out of the top of his head, and one big eye out of the helmet, and he looks like a modern Death Guard, like he's a 40k Death Guard. Yeah, he's fully fucking gone. He's a Death Guard at that point. He's no longer like a a Dush Route Death Guard. I think fits, to be honest. No, no, I, I agree. I I personally don't like like the big teeth on the chest. It, it almost gets cartoony to me. So I mean, like I have I have a shit ton of shoulder pads, and they I was actually looking at the kits, and the kits actually come with enough bits that you can actually sort of make them, um, sort of semi normal. I just I was just thinking just to try and try and make them 30k ish so that it, it wasn't like i'm showing up and guys are like oh you're literally just playing with your 40k army fuck <laughs> off right so There's nobody also, nobody's like, gonna yeah, say that so here get so. fucked no no i know but i just mean like yeah you know i i want to show that i actually put um some extra effort into it yeah, yeah effort into being like hey you know uh, you did put effort into trying making it 30k, and huh? yeah, you know, whatever, right? It's like, good. it's all good. I mean, you. Uh, I know it's all our own hobby. I could play with Primaris Marines if I want to, and just say fuck all you guys, right? Like whatever, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But yeah, no, it'd be, uh, ex- yeah. it'd be exciting to see what you do with them. That's for sure. And then yeah, I found out Andy, you were you were rubriking all your marines, oh, and I was like, oh fuck, we're all we're all there. Yeah, we and are. And then Alex is painting all his shit like pink and purple, and you know, it's got some so interesting helmets and uh, backpacks. Yeah. Oh yeah, everywhere. the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm not too far from what everyone else is doing already so. no it's it's good like it, it seems like the the new kit like the mk6 has kind of really uh brought out the uh, imagination for players right on mm-hmm. uh, kit bashing and whatnot converting 
you know, and, and then of course also any kind of 3D printing stuff that's out there too. So that's no, pretty cool. And I was joking with Bill at one time and I'm like, I guess uh, heresy's turning into like bolt action. Now you got to talk about what era you're playing in because they'd be like, oh yeah, I'm at the wall of terror. That's what these guys are. Well, it is a historical. So, <laughs> my historical <laughs> a re- reenactment, right? So, yeah, yeah. But but in a sense, you know, that's a good point. Like, I mean, the rules don't change. No. The equipment doesn't change, right? Whereas in, like, bolt action is like that. But, um, yeah. Forge that narrative, baby. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And Mr. Alex, I'm sure you got a little story. Uh, No, I'm just uh, <laughs> going to kill myself painting uh, filigree. Um, I've got the, uh, Phoenix Terminators on deck right now. I spent, uh, almost all weekend doing the filigree on the Phoenix Guard, the new Praetor, the new Terminator, Tartarus Praetor, and Lucius, and the Sun Killers that I built. I built, uh, Sun Killers out of the new Mark VI heavy last cannon shoulders, but I we'll probably talk about this, and, uh, uh, cacophony bodies, so a little bit more di- oh, dynamic. Okay. Again, you know, going for that later heresy, they've got lots of, uh, fucked up faces and you know uh, and good poses all around with lots of filigree and and you know, black tattered cloth and small mutations and stuff like that so it fit really nice. well i'm really happy with how it turned out so i've got all the base colors done i'm just working my way through golds touching up the whites and then uh probably weapons here over the next couple of days and then details i'm done i'm Did you, like but you but you also restarted right yeah, to an extent. I, I, I repainted the two tactical squads that I hadn't finished. So I've got okay. 20 tacticals and uh, I think uh, one character that's still in the original colors. And again, they're pretty close. Like from, from three feet away, it's hard to tell the difference. It's just the purple's a little bit more rich on the newer units. Okay. And then uh, everything else, yeah, I repainted 20 tacticals, a Praetor. Um, and that was it. That's all I needed to redo. Do you know who else had a problem with, with uh, the color of a paint? <laughs> like because hmm. yeah fulgrim like, also <laughs> i do i do like that's right i got actually fulgrim fulgrim and eidolon uh as a part of like i, I painted fulgrim and eidolon almost jesus christ six years ago i would think at this point and yeah they're they're a little little slightly brighter purple um the real real upsetting thing is like i collected forge world paints when they came out so like I bought like Phoenician purple and cacophony oh, pink yeah. and like because they were like gonna take them out of uh, out of production. So I got like six of these things sitting on my desk ready to paint my Emperor's children. And then I started painting them, and they released this uh, is hmm. a contrast purple. Uh, one second here, a contrast purple Luxian Luxian purple, and through an airbrush, it is just oh perfect it's the perfect yeah <laughs> yeah it's just so upsetting like just like i sprayed it once on one model i looked at it i was like well fuck it's amazing because like not like i know you were looking at the purple and you were struggling with some purples and whatnot trying to find that mix and then um you know bill was doing his imperial fists and he got that yellow and he did his undercoat of the pink and white and all that stuff and it turned out great and then like I ended up playing around with the new contrast, uh, was it Bale Red? Yeah. And I was just like, this just completely took out my whole uh, combination of paints that I would use for my Thousand Suns in one shot. And I was just like, 
everybody's doing it. Why not? I'll do it too. <laughs> They're so nice. Like contrast is is uh, it's magic through an airbrush. I don't know how to describe it. It's 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 fucking perfect. I don't. Oh, just perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. through the airbrush for sure, hundred percent. I don't. I don't like the slapping it on and letting it sit in the recesses and dry, or recesses and dry. I, I don't. I actually don't like how that, I did like an entire Aussie Bone Reaper Army for AOS like that, and I, I really don't like it. Like contrast black, contrast reds, just to like try it out and, eh, through an airburst though. Oh, mint. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Another tool right in the chest, so it's. Uh, I'll have to look at some greens and try them out. Oh, definitely, definitely check that out. So yeah, so. I, I kind of thought I was done, and then obviously Proteus was announced this week, so I'm going to add a Proteus to the force, but uh, I'm planning on being fully done, all 3k here, everything that I've got from Purse Children Ooh. by uh, probably end of October at this rate. There you go. Very nice. Hmm, that's crazy. Not even. I'm not even close to that, so. <laughs> I could lean back into Mechanicum. Mm. Fun, fun. So yeah, that's it for me. Nice. Well, I guess getting into some of the meat and potatoes. Uh, big question, you know, are uh, are the heavy support Laz Cannon squads uh, the ultimate choice for the teams? Seems like everybody's kind of taking them. Um, pretty effective. Uh, every time I've I see pictures online, that's all I see is Laz Cannons. <laughs> I think because the kit just came out, but yeah, you know, um, yeah, I mean, over the shoulder last cans to, to you know to to boot, which is pretty cool. Um, but like in game terms, I mean, they are pretty good. Are they the best? Are they you know the weapon of choice for each legion? I don't know. Um, yes, right on. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you have your sun killers. Yeah, they're definitely right? the best for me. Yeah. So I mean, they're really good for you for that. But I, I know, like, Bill has uh, his weapon of choice just because of Imperial Fist with his uh, big old assault cans there. Mm-hmm. You know, so he uses that. He's kind of going a different way of it instead of using last cans and stuff. But the whole thing, like myself too, like with the plasma cannons, I decided to go with them because just I wanted to do something different, try it out, play it out, and then it kind of kind of feeds into my army too a little bit, where I can switch switch on and off of their special uh, upgrade. So, um, not to say that I probably won't take a last can squad or something like that in there, but um, so with, go ahead. Well, I think I think this edition, um, more so than the last edition, um, like for for your your straight across last cannon, straight across last cannon. Sorry, it just got better across the board. You know, your strength nine AP two heavy one shot, uh, now got sunder for free mm-hmm. for the most part. And on top of that, you know, across the board they've dropped in points. Like you know, you're looking historically at twenty points in first edition for last cannon, uh, ten fifteen for uh, a troop mounted last cannon of some form um another 10 points so you know for 20 points you're getting a marine with the last cannon uh that's that's good that's good hmm. yeah i i mean 
Yeah, I think it's yeah the the dropping points. I think it's with the added legion rules that all got you know different things. I think I I I would say that there's still a glass cannon, like they still a power armor, and they still only have leadership eight, and um, but it's the ability to upgrade them. So I mean, in the fact that. Uh, can they take like augury scanner? Uh, yeah. yeah, so they can take like, yeah. an augury yep. scanner, and augury like augury scanners are so much better now. Yeah. So being able to like, oh yeah, that guy's gonna deep strike in front of me. Well, now I'll just you know react to that. So I think reactions helped a lot, and being able to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put this 300 point unit on the table. And then get it shot off the first turn, you at least get a chance to be able to be like, oh, I'm going to react and shoot back. And then you're going to most likely probably destroy whatever just shot at you. Well, with the so, rate to change the reaction. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you'd have to pick first. If you know you're going to die, it's probably a better bet to just do it, right? But I mean, like... The other thing is, is like master signals became like an auto include for guys like with these these guys, right? Right. So the master signal gives them ballistic skill five, gives them night fighting, gives them um, whatever else, whatever else he does, right? Like it just it made them so much better, and you know, okay. Sunder helped a lot. Like it, I think it's just the added layers of bonuses to it, right? that really makes them really appealing. Yeah, to, to Dan's point, like, the Master of Signals is giving them the, you know, the Augury Scanner, Cognizant Signum, basically, uh, higher leadership, uh, a two-up, mm -hmm. a Blade of Armor save for, like, maybe the first turn um, for 90 points or 80 points, 85 points, 85 points or 90 points or something. Like, <clears throat> it basically allows your heavy weapon squad, makes them BS5, allows them to ignore a lot of the restrictions on turn 1-2 with night fighting. Uh, Augury Scanner eliminates their 24-inch range. Uh, so, like, it turns your 5 to 10 last cannon shots into, like, 8 to 9 of these things hitting. Um, and they're always going to be wounding on 2-plus or, you know, mm -hmm. penning on a 4 or 5, no matter what you're shooting at with rerolls. Like, it just makes them such a lethal unit in a game I think right now with second edition that just doesn't have a whole lot of access to AP two anymore. Yeah. So it's, you're getting quality fire consistently and you're getting access to, you know, some of the only AP two in the game. And, uh, on top of that, you, it, it's a, it, it deals with everything. You can return fire. If a, you know, if a vehicle throws templates at you, you return fire below the vehicle. You get charged. You're going to kill like <laughs> five or six infantry. If they charge you, you're, you're instantly yeah. Marines. Like it's just, it's good. It's good. So uh, now that you mentioned that, sorry, Andy, um, it, it's also very effective against uh, contemptors, which are the big bad guys in the edition right now. So now you're getting now you're wounding on contemptors on twos because of the high strength of nine, and you're AP two, so you're making them effectively rolling for their you know their invulnerable. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's re really good against contemptors. They won't you might be able to kill one in one turn potentially right so yeah the math is like really close with killing a contemptor and with 10 of them every turn like it's like it's like 5.6 wounds or something stupid so for a legion like the death guard dan um with your whole army being able to move and fire like would you consider 
like multi melters instead of last cans? Um, the the only issue with multi melters is uh, they're twenty four inches, but otherwise, yes, because they are twin linked. Mm-hmm. So, because Death Guard don't get a, their ability if they l- get out of a transport, they lose their relentless ability. So, if they get out of a transport. Yeah. Oh. It's, yeah. So they lose. They lose. So I got to walk. Yeah. Basically. And okay. So last cannons can sit and perch and shoot while my multi melters are probably going to be walking up the board. And if you see something like that, they're probably going to die. Right. So fair enough. Um, but the last being able to move with the last cannons and shoot also helps with positioning because I know sometimes you get on a a building or behind a piece of train and all of a sudden there's a guy hiding and you're trying to get more guys in there. It does help with that to being able to be like, Hey, I'm going to move three guys up to the top. So, yeah, but I mean, there's lots of benefits from lots of legions. So, cause I mean like if we, sorry, no, keep going. Keep going. I was going to say, you know, like before the, like before we started the show, I was looking at Empress children like you could upgrade them with the subsonic pulsers and giving them night vision, right? Like, yeah. Um, Iron Warriors makes them strength ten, so against vehicles and contemptors. So I mean, that Good. makes them godly. Hope you didn't need that Spartan turn one, bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, night Lords, if they're out, you know, if they're. Um, if they're outnumbering or you're shooting a pin thing, you're obviously wounding one better. Well, you're strength nine, so it doesn't really matter. World Eaters probably doesn't help too much. Death Guard's pretty good. Thousand Sons. Uh, I've seen what happens when you give uh, dudes with last cannons precision shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yep. being able to... Yeah, so, you know, being able to take librarian or mass librarians and then giving... Giving them is it telekinesis or, or no precision. divination? It's, uh, divination, you get the. Precision. I mean, everyone can do it, but I mean, death, the, a thousand suns do it way better. The thing with that too is because they have they have the minor arcana that lets the first uh, wound be like allocated instantly. Oh yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. that. Or if you want a little bit of protection, you can always give yourself an invulnerable bubble. So oh, the the teledome or whatever. Yeah, yeah. just like like oh, you, you put your praetor out in front that's too bad his precision shots <laughs> just just catches like eight last cannons turn one you're like fuck yeah and that's so you know bringing all these good points you know to bear it's uh it's definitely looking obviously looking like that right so it's straight up just last so, cannons for the win i guess yeah and you i don't want to i don't want to like i don't want to put it out there that like no other heavy weapon is good because, oh, there's lots. You know, to Dan's point, like uh, auto cannons are still a decent choice yes. for how cheap they are. Um, honestly, I I agree. Like I was playing around with a Death Guard list today, and I built like thirty heavy support, ten last, ten plasma, uh, ten auto cannons. Um, like I think I think you know it, it is kind of legion dependent. I just you know the other thing too is to try to derail. Uh, Ultramarine's reaction allows them to pick another unit to shoot back. Um, having just like the ability to have a spare unit of last cannons just fire oh, back if one of your units gets hit. Never, like, thought, about that. Is, never no, even thought yeah. about that. 
he's taken the he's definitely taken the uh the master signals in the last can squads you're like oh you shot my tactical squad well my my 10 last cannons are going to shoot back at bs5 you know get fucked so um there's just there's there's lots of stuff again you know when you look at 10 last cannon shots you know that's really it's 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 dangerous against you know terminators it's dangerous against uh vehicles but again 10 plasmas are just as brutal um in a different way you know like just the volumes of potential wounds from a three inch blast you know breaching four up um you know putting dropping 10 pie plates 10 three inch pie plates on someone with a four up you're gonna get four ups like there's the mm-hmm. volume of wounds on 10 pun models you're gonna probably breach out most models yeah. in the squad so like there's there's a value here across the board it's just like laz is just the you know mathematically laz uh, hits hard um are for kind of anything you needed to hit hard for with strength nine with sunder you know melta armor bane twin linked strength eight only though so you know if you're not in melter range strength eight uh is, is gonna have a hard time bopping stuff you know even wounding contemptors of threes wounding leviathans on fours um just that strength nine with with sunders just is, is is strong is strong across the board hmm. no matter what faction legion you're playing right now hmm. good points yeah we'll see how it goes i guess now to counter all that how the hell are you going to deal with it uh, <laughs> <laughs> by including 10 of my own <laughs> well okay return fire i guess it, i guess it's going to come down to um possibly baiting the opponent from using their reactions right snipers from across the board being There's 48 inches away right being set because snipers can shoot 72 inches away so it's so you're talking like nemesis bolters yeah yeah right so being able to shoot across the board and take out these guys before they can take you out Uh, you i think ultimately it it comes down to um sacrifice you're gonna you're gonna be like well i know this this unit's gonna be able to take them out because of positioning or weapons or whatever right you're gonna have to be like i gotta take one this you gotta take one for the team and like take them out potentially you know yeah, I think yeah. As, as the meta evolves here in 30k, and I, I didn't say the M word, um, I uh, I'm starting to like my 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 developing philosophy here with with 30k's is it's a meta of trading up, um, like the entirety of it. Like you know, you, your opponent's got a contemptor. If your contemptor beats their contemptor, that's trading up. You know, if you're able to knock two or three wounds off the contemptor, and then you know, knock it out in close combat before it can hit you back. That's trading up. Um, you know, throwing a, a despoiler squad um, in a drop pod and then, you know, charging a, a Lascan squad and tying them up. Uh, that's, you know, that's trading up. Yeah. Just stuff like that. Like, whatever you can do to to equalize your points on your sacrifice or potentially, like, take a little bit more is mm-hmm. like how, how the game's kind of evolving. So, yeah, like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw... 10, 10 plasmas at your 10 last cannons and we're going to wipe each other out with, between shooting and return fire but then <laughs> those two pieces are off the board and then the yeah. rest of the army has to carry um, and I think when you're going to run into bad, ma- bad matchups is you don't have a trade up or a match to those things so like if you don't have 10 last cannons throw 10 last cannons or an equivalent like plasma or melta or a draw pod that can land on top of them and charge them turn one or whatever it is 
whatever yep. your trade up is or whatever your your javelin is to deal with uh, uh, something on turn one or turn two like that, um, it's gonna you know you're gonna have bad games at the end of the day. I think. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good way to think about it. Yeah, because yeah, because it's sorry, it's yeah, turning all into chests, but yeah. Well, even even just like. Uh, close combat specific armies you know that may not take those heavy weapons right they they're literally all about getting in close like world leaders getting in close and just you know running guys down kind of thing uh just like alex was saying like it, it is going to happen right you are going to have to sack that unit um so it's it's definitely you know knight visits pawn kind of effect trying to yeah uh, or or like you know there's there's uh there's legion ways out of this too like you know andy you're playing the one faction that could just get away with this it's like you know move a librarian within 24 and you don't get reactions then you shoot the shit out of them and you know suddenly that yeah. 260 point uh heavy support squad can't do shit right there's uh, and again mm -hmm. there's, you know drop pod armies um yeah, you're gonna do damage, but you drop two despoiler squads or something like that next to a heavy support unit. Like they're gonna get charged, and they're probably gonna die. Okay. Um, you might have to sacrifice one to get in, but you're gonna do it. And uh, again, then you then you're holding back line. There's there's ways around it. Like I said, there's you know there's terrain. Maybe you hug terrain, you avoid it for two turns and waste their firing. You you out deploy them so their last cans are looking at walls for three turns and they're not so, getting so five turns of shooting. Just stuff like that. There's also the pinning effect. Yeah, well, pinning because right? pinning pinning's a big factor in the game now too. Um, so, Absolutely, but uh, I'll be throwing a, I'll be throwing a space wizard on a bike, just zipping him up there. Barrage, <laughs> barrage weapons, another option. There you go. Yeah, I was gonna say online of sight, online of sight. Uh, just again, like each each wound you do that they don't save is like one less last kind of twenty points. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. uh, you know, dropping dropping like a five inch template on them where they can't see you or shoot you back every turn you're going to start knocking out you know and again it doesn't take long to knock out like three or four of them uh or even five or six and then what's the efficiency like the efficiency just dives after that so well it's either, well, that, like either they stay still or you're, they're forced to move as well right and then they're not shooting so well like i said i think they're glass cannons but... still because they still they still take leadership tests and they still only have a three plus armor so if you the can yeah, just snipe out the sergeant with, you know, your own last cannons, Andy. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are good, very good points. It's a uh, good chatter with that. It's good to see that it's coming to, to bear, right? Like, even mm -hmm. just, just chatting about how you're going to deal with it. And so many options just came up just now, right? And it was like, this is good. But it, it, I, I do like how heresy... You know, first we've seen the dreadnoughts, and now like the last cans are kind of taking place. But each unit kind of has a little bit of a counter to each other, or maybe there's a little gameplay that has a little bit of counter to to whatever's going on in the game. So it's nice to see that happening, and players are kind of figuring that stuff out as well, and you know, sharing those ideas with each other and stuff. So, um, yeah, last cannons, they're great. But there are other options, so it's pretty good. And uh, speaking of like nemesis bolters and whatnot, the um, I guess the next topic would be uh, veterans. 
Um, how good are they? Are they better than, you know, recon, uh, uh, recon Marines or Seekers, you know, equipped with like Nemesis Bolters, stuff like that? What do you guys think about veterans? What's their role? It's tough because I yeah. haven't, I personally haven't played with them. And I think what they basically do is give you a Build-A-Bear version of a Legion's vet. So if you're playing like World Leaders where they got like Rampagers or, uh, you know, Sons of Horus that get, uh, oh, fuck, what are their units named? Um, Reavers? Reavers. Yeah, Reavers, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I think it just gives you a Build-A-Bear version of that uh, to be able to customize and make, you know, however you want, like, like the unit, like anything in the sorry in the list. Uh, like looking at it now, they can basically take almost anything. Like they cannot, they can take combi, you know, combi weapons. They can take nemesis bolters. They can all switch out any power weapon. Like they can all take power weapons, lightning claws. They can yep. all take hand flamers. They can take twin. Like all of them can take twin lightning claws if you wanted. Um, but I think what really makes them beneficial is they're relentless and they have two wounds compared to other units. And other units. Yeah. Yeah. And BS5. They don't have... They don't have... have they're BS4. They're weapon skill oh, sorry, 5. sorry. It's weapon skill 5. Sorry. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I think it's the Seekers that have bliss skill yeah, 5. Seekers yeah. But, but yeah, like Recons and Seekers, they only have one wound and they... They all have nemesis bolters, and they all kind of have similar rules for, like, sniping and whatnot, too, right? Just from the bolters themselves. Um, but, like you said, Dan, two wounds and relentless? I th think, because a lot of battle reports that I've seen right now, uh, a lot of guys are taking vets with nemesis bolters because they, they have that staying power of two wounds, mm -hmm. and they can move and shoot. Yeah, yeah. So keep them in cover for the first turn if you need to, kind of thing. And there you go. There's your counter to the last cannons. Yeah. Well, pop them out and have them on yeah. one one corner of the board, and hopefully the last cannons are on the other corner of the board. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> that's uh, that's you know, wishing that that happens, but uh, I don't know if those last cannons will be on the other corner. <laughs> They, I mean, they can take they can take special or heavy weapons. So I mean, like they, they can take flamers, melters, plasmas. Well, usually it's one of five. But I mean, you can give it a missile launcher, right? And still shoot it. So I mean, it's AP three. So that's going to help with taking out bigger units like that. I think I think what's also good about them is they can take they they can take drop pods and drills. So they can be in your face, turn two or three. They can't charge, but I mean, they got those two wounds. So I mean, they should survive a bit. They got lots of attacks, two attacks, base. Sergeant's got three. So they're they're pretty good mix of a little bit of everything, right? Yeah, they're however you want to build them, and they're, they're not warriors. what they used to be. Yeah, they're yeah they're. So that any of them can basically take a challenge, and I think, I, I think they're not the, the way that they used to be, though. The way of the old, where people literally took them 
with combi meltas and took tank hunter because they don't get that ability anymore no of being able to choose a usr of their own and uh so they basically became like combat units yeah it's it's interesting though that they um you know compared to like terminators that they have the weapon skill of five you know uh, well they're vets they've been fighting for longer Sucks to be you, Terminators. Yeah, just because you get fancy armor, you still suck. <laughs> but uh, you know what speaking of armor, I think that's what their biggest drawback is. Three plus. They still three plus armor. They don't have. You can't. You can't even buy an involved like a combat shield or nothing. So, I mean, the two wounds does help, like against bolters and stuff like that. But last cannons and missiles will still one shot them. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So, so, so I mean, uh, sorry, uh, yeah. I think I think if we're talking, if we're talking Nemesis Bolters, like I, I get why you take it with the the two wounds, but I think you know I had to I had to double check my own rules here just to make sure I wasn't talking to my ass because I'm in the same boat, Dan. I'm I haven't played either of these yet. I'm trying to figure out how I want to model um, uh, Third Legion snipers. Because I think I think it fits the theme a little bit, like very precision-oriented armies. But uh, I think, yeah, I think honestly, like the the for three points more for a vet, you're losing ballistic skill five. You're losing precision shot four plus, and mark for death and infiltrate, and you're gating a wound and attack. Um, and access to, to different stuff. I, I think they really fill different roles. And, I, and honestly, I don't, I maybe I'm, again, like I might be talking my ass, maybe all the Raven Word players are going to get up in arms about this, but <laughs> I think the Seeker Squad, if you want to snipe things, the Seeker Squad is the better option with Precision Shot 4-Up. Um, infiltrate and Mark for Death. You know, it just allows you to put them wherever you want to put them, uh, in terrain or wherever, uh, high up. You don't have to worry about your, your deployment zone. You can really put them so that they have the best chance of starting sniping things out. And again, like, you know, even even if you're not rolling that five up uh, for, like, a precision shot for, uh, for a sniper rifle, putting consistent shots like on a on a sergeant or an apothecary if they didn't take the the artifice armor you know and they fail a three up you just kill an apothecary you know plinking True. wounds plinking wounds off something consistently is is, is has value to it and uh having a 50 percent chance to do that is, is pretty sexy um it kind of like i think i think you're bang on there dan with your point about you know they are a kind of build-a-bear assault oriented force like just their access to all the melee weapons their access for transportation just kind of think makes me think this think that they should be more focused on um combat grabbing shock. objectives yeah shock Sh assault shock assault yeah because yeah, like like you want to you know you really want to leverage that i think with with those models you want to you know you want to be able to get up shoot something charge something and be able to compete in both fields reasonably well and i think that's what you're paying for there if you just want to like snipe out characters I think the the seeker squad's the better option, and then obviously the third being the the recon. So, um, with this veteran squad talking with Bill earlier today as well. Now, taking into consideration like the way like Bill was talking about taking these with his uh, imperial fists, and because they are a bolt weapon, I believe. Nemesis yeah, Bolter, he, he's hitting on twos. Yeah. So that that makes that even better for him, right? 
having the two wounds all that fist oh yeah (laughs) so in like that case you know maybe that's way worth it for him right yeah um but i do see what you guys are saying as well like there's the different options um the uh, recon squad their line as well are they not uh, well, they're the only ones that are lying out of the three of the we've three talked about. Yeah. 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 So, so I think that also was what hurt vets too, is vets used to be scoring or lying or whatever you want to call it. And now that they're not, I think, so people have, you know, kind of gotten away from them because they, they lost that ability. Cause that, that was a big gimmick, right? Where guys would take them in dread claws or, uh, you know, whatever to try and get them up the board. So what they would do is they'd go and they'd do their one shot kill of a tank and then they'd run over and sit on objective for the rest of the game. And now they're more, they're more basically like chaos chosen. Yeah. Aspiring champions almost kind of in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you're just gearing them to how you want to them to fight other melee guys. No, that's fair enough. That's true. Um, it's an interesting, interesting unit. We'll see how people kind of do them up and whatnot. And um, it's, it, and it's funny because different armies make me want to play them different too. Because I, I mean, I haven't played with them yet, but I still think about them. And what's funny because I, I right now my my big kick is destroyers with twin flamers, right. and I'm looking at vets. Well, I mean, they can take hand, they can all take hand flamers for two points. And they can take a drop pod for 35 points. I'm like, oh man, I could have like 10 of them. And then I could just stick them with hand flamers. And then they can just come down, do my, you know, chem flamer gimmick. And then then they can sit there and be two wounds and fight whatever back. If I give them all, you know, power mauls or power swords or lightning claws well, or whatever, right? Well, even somebody charging you. That too, those, yeah. With those hand flamers, right? Like I remember playing you early on, Dan, with with the uh, ham flamers. It was just like, mm, no, I'm gonna psychic power <laughs> you and not let you react. Because <laughs> that's 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 scary when you got that many flamers hitting you. You know, it is. I like, did like when, he, when I played him. I was just like, so if I charge you, I'm charging through dangerous terrain, and you get wall of death. And they randomly just, you know, on a roll of a one, lose models on the way in. This sucks for a melee army. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I mean, there's, I think, I think it all depends on your legion and how you want to build them. Like, Bill wants to use them for all shooting nemesis bolters, right? So you can shoot across the board, AP with uh, hitting on twos, and then having that staying power. And I, I'm thinking more, yeah dropping them with flamers and like other things it, and it's tough because i like uh with emperor's children you got palatines Th- these are basically palatine right palatine are better and everything yeah way. yeah yeah but i mean like that they're basically almost the same right weapon skill five you can take whatever power weapons you want and that's palatines same with same with the reavers and and uh rampagers for world leaders so i think they really help legions yeah. that don't have these like Night Lords have Terror Squads, which are pretty much the same thing. And they get different things with fear and whatever else. But I mean, like, so I think they really help armies that don't have that that cool... That's right. Ultramarines, 
Salamanders, Raven Guard, you know, that don't have like that dedicated melee punch. Um, well, I guess Raven Guard have talents, but just you know, that gives you another like option. The elite to, choice. Yeah, yeah. Gives you it gives you an option to throw like a a, a tactical focused uh, three up at someone with a yeah. good melee chance of, of beating them up. Because I mean, weapons. I mean, even uh, like when I was playing Iron Hands in the first edition, I I eventually got to a point where I'm like. Okay, I'm just tired of just sitting and shooting because that was a lot of what Iron Hands is, is just surviving. And I was like, you know what? Gorgon or Weapon Skill 4, and you know, they're not very good in combat. So I'm like, you know what? I'm, I built I built a whole seven man or sorry, vets, and now I can use them and use them effectively with them being oh, Weapon right. Skill 5 and with two wounds, and they'll, they'll survive forever. So I mean, eventually, if I ever get back to playing Iron Hands, that's probably the way I'll I'll do. I'll play with the vets with the because I took them all with power swords. I remember that fight. I remember the yeah. fight I had against you. You blinded your own guys. Yeah, with the Gorgon <laughs> Terminators. Yeah, <laughs> everyone was standing all next to each other, and they all blinded everybody, and it was ridiculous. But yeah, Slayer like I mean, just lost his head. Oh. So. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, like, it really helps. So I think it's really good for those those armies that don't have those dedicated melee. Yep, yep, definitely makes sense. Like, I haven't even, I haven't even looked at them because of the Thousand Suns have you know not only do they have the Sekmec Terminators, but they also have the uh, Kenate Occult Cabal as well, right? And they're they're monsters for combat as well. So you know, veg- so much better this edition, which is good. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing too is I've noticed that they've kind of been doing that with a lot of underdog units from last edition and bringing them into this edition. You know, they they've gave them kind of a perk of they're actually worth taking, right? Maybe not, oh, maybe not all units or you know over the all the Astartes <laughs> are like that, but you know, pretty. Well, that's pretty what G, GW does, though, right? They take units. They switch the meta by making things either expensive or shitty, right? Yeah. And I mean, vets were like what everyone took, especially when they used to have sniper. And uh, not that the vets are bad at all; they're just they're just not what they were. I, they're still pretty good. Different you just role. have to build build them to what you want, rather than they're just being that one role. But I mean, it's making other units better in the game. So I mean, like. 100%. Like you're right. Like, like you're they like they dumbed down the Sekhmet. Sekhmet were used to be godly with their you know flying across the board and you know three plus invuln and now now they're just you know not they're average. But your other guys, your other guys were overly priced, and then you had to like you had all this other crap you used to be able, you would have to do to just even get into combat. And it was just tough for that unit. So. Yep. And now like, yeah, Sekmec are just, they're, they're good. They're still decent, but they're not, not like they used to be. So. Unkillable. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Expensive as hell, but yeah. But. Save that for the fire tricks. Oh yeah. 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 There's another unit. So right yeah, there. those are my kind of 
my take is that like I, I think I think vets have a have a role again. Like uh, the Imperial Fist is a solid example if you want to snipe with a with a specific faction for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, my my take is still the uh, reconnaissance. The recon. Oh, sorry, squad? sorry, sorry. Or the seekers. seekers, seekers, seekers. Sorry. Yeah. 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 And then you could combo up that seeker with the uh, is it the vigilator? Vigilator, yeah. Yeah. I just want to just pick off uh, pick off characters every turn. Yeah. Two plus rending and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I have one in my white scars army that I had painted up, but it's interesting. I keep trying to figure out a way to fit them into my three K just to have <laughs> one. Haven't you seen oh. that was a huge thing going around that you take them as allies. You take a vigilator and then you just take two recon squads and then you just have two infiltrating squad you don't even have to give them sniper rifles you just this is getting off topic but you basically what you do is you take a recon company oh you, sorry you can't even do that never mind hmm. it was going around for a while that someone was talking about taking vigilators i just I just put a vigilator in my army fuck it just an hq slot there you go oh, yeah yeah they're they're fairly cheap i think too i'm just trying to think of what psychic power to give them but you'll be standing still telecodome i guess i don't know oh you can't do anything though that's the thing oh no you just forgo your shooting well yeah but i mean you want to so you're you're moving you're sorry forgo you're moving no but anything like any kind of activation of him will will pop it so but Hmm. there's other other ones that you can probably use but but yeah no, that's uh, some good thoughts on everything, the units and whatnot, and uh, comparing those units, pretty good. So thanks for uh, being on, guys. It's always a blast talking about heresy. So, oh, yeah, for sure. No problem. Hopefully soon enough we'll be playing larger games. So I know Dan wants to play some large 3K games, and I'm sure Alex is ready. I'm ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm not even close, so <laughs> unless I use one of my other armies. But but yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in, guys, and uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll uh, have a lot more kind of like this going on in the future here. Uh, if you do like our stuff, check out our you know a YouTube, Instagram, or podcast on whatever streaming thing you're doing there, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. See you. Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it.